Hi everyone, this is Corey Steph, listening to Under the Hoops, an NBA Top Shot podcast. This is episode 14. Today, just going to do a bit of a review of the final drop and where we where we're at with the rookie debut set. Um, just want to have a look at market cap as well. Um, did a little bit of an analysis um, on that, and also just share my thoughts on this season of Top Shot and where we're headed. Um, so just let's get straight into it. The last call, which was the final of the three rookie drop, uh, happened uh, just a couple of days ago. Punks were $69. There were 6000 available for reservation and I think over 12000 um, reserved. So if you reserved you know, 10, you would have got five. If you reserved two, you would have got one. I reserved two, I got one. And then I queued up for the web packs because I knew the chat number one serial was in there. Someone was able to determine that based on the ID of the, of that uh, pack. I don't know how exactly you do it, but I just trust that everyone else was doing the same thing. But I didn't get the chat. The chat number one was pulled by a Dapper employee, which some people got upset about. We all kind of know the current state of the market and um, what the Dapper employees sign up for. And if they pull a special cereal, they return it. So I don't know why people are upset about that because they're putting money into the market. They're also fans of Top Shot. They, they're not getting special cereals. They're not... You know, there's other things they can't get. Um, they, they have restrictions on what they're able to buy. I think challenges as well they can't do. So, you know, there's as, as a collector, I want to see them, them collecting as well. But also, there's no... The way that they've done it, you, it's really hard to, I guess, um, you know, put nefarious activity on their employees. You know, if you pull a, a cereal from a pack... And then they return the cereal. Like, there's no issue here for me. Um, I think that pack... So, I think if you buy a rookie in the next few days, I'm not sure what the, exactly what the period is, um, you're going to a draw to receive a special pack which has a potential for a for the Chet um, number one. Um, but, yeah, I guess just reflecting... This, this pack was kind of uh, brutal. Um, you had a, one, one slot um, that you could get a Chet or Wemby. I think the blog was a bit confusing. I thought there was two slots. Um, so the packs weren't as easy as I thought, and they, they weren't actually. But, um, yeah, the, they were hard to pull um, anything of value. A lot of them, obviously, were much lower than the $69 price. Um all the rookies are around four or five dollars, except for Bilal Kulabali, which is eleven. So that's what you—that's what kind of what I expected, um, just due to I guess the drafts that were left and um, the quality of play that we've seen so far. Um, obviously, Bilal Kulabali, number seven pick, um, and showing some potential there. Just a little recap, I guess I, I participated in all drops that headliners, the Fresh Five, um, and the Last Call, 
to review the top six that I got, um, I pulled five Orsar Thompsons. I think I pulled three Brandon Millers. I pulled one Armand Thompson. I pulled one Wemby. Um, I pulled four, four or five Scoot Hendersons. Um, and I pulled no Chets. So, you know, I could have pulled no Wembys, and I know some people haven't, which is, is brutal. It's tough to stomach um, seeing everyone get that. I didn't get any chats, so maybe on overall, I probably did a little bit worse based on the amount of top six picks I got. You know, obviously some of them I was guaranteed, some of them I wasn't, but if I was, if I was reviewing this to top six, um, I would have liked more Wembys. I know some people, and that was the strategy that I was going to kind of employ a bit was sell a few Wembys to buy more packs and I, I know um, someone in my Discord ended up getting five or six Wembys and f- selling them and flipping them that's a, you know, it's a bit of a gamble, obviously you're left with all the residual rookies from that, um, it does probably crater the market a bit and put pressure on Wemby's price doing that um, he's still holding up at around 260 um, and I'm going to talk about market cap of Wemby at the, um, in the future but um, yeah overall like the packs sold out the the rip packs I think are still available they're probably going to go soon they're also you know not EV um, they're eight dollars you know you know it's a one in four chance and the one in four chance is most likely when you do buy, buy four packs and you get one out of it it's probably a five dollar um, rookie but you have the chance of Wemby, and that's why people buy them. Otherwise, there's no point. Um, so, yeah, we've, as I understand, it's the last of the rookie debut packs. Um, just want to have a look at um, market cap of um, the various, I guess top players and some of the key rookies from the last few seasons. Um, market cap is a term that's coined to define the total value of something. So it's typically used in investing in the stock market. If you have a stock for it's $100 in price and there's 10 shares of that, um, the total market cap would be 10 times multiplied by 100, which is $1,000. So that would be like the total value of um, the company as a whole. So I tried to employ this across into um, Top Shot, and people have used this and referred to this in the past. The challenge with it is it gets some complexity because you've got, you know, rare moments, you've got different types of moments so it's not it's not exact um transferable um a way to do it because um s1 you had the top shot debuts were in three parallels so you had the the common the rare and the legendary of the same exact moment so you could call them parallels you could treat them separately um you know in, in further seasons after that we still we still had a debut, and we still had rookie um, rookie year moments after that, um, which were minted in their rookie year. 
um, which have the, the Rookie Mint badge, which is significant because um, Origin sets don't have the Rookie Mint badge because they're not made in the rookie year. Um, you know, for example, Anthony Edwards, he has a MGLE S2, he has a Throwdowns S2, he has a, a Hollow S2. So they're all rookie moments um, in, in different tiers. And he's also got commons and a 40k common. Um, so, you know, if you can, if you compare to LeBron, who's got um, the S1 common debut, but he's also got the rare and the hollow of the same moment and a cosmic. So I, I think, you know, what, what I did was just compare common uh, debuts. Um, but there is complexity around, you know, what do you value as a rookie? You know, you could own Anthony Edwards um, 40K, which is from his rookie year, which in cardboard, anything made in that year is a rookie card. Um, but uh, I think we're focusing just on the badge itself, the, the debut in a common format. So some people may want to include um, S1 rare and legendary um debut badges and just do a, like a strict debut badge comparison. I'm just doing debut common comparison. Sorry if that's too complicated. Um, so there is some other complexities um, to this comparison. Um, obviously, I guess it's all about the current climate. The, the new hottest rookies, the S, S5 2023-25, 2023-24, they're the, they're the new rookies that obviously have incentives for leaderboards, um, which is typically why they're, what people would say would be overpriced. There's, um, there's, there's hype and excitement. They want to own the new rookie. Not only that, with the locking opportunities and the challenge opportunities, um, there are reasons why um, those can, you know, garner a demand initially and the, all the supply isn't technically out okay they've said that you know, Wemby and others are now at uh, 90% release that's based on the number of packs sold that have his moment out there so I'm not sure what exactly he is at the moment maybe he's at 60-70% so you still have this uh, I guess nuance now with the pack marketplace and supply will be forever, I guess, uh, reduced. So, you know, you could do you could do another calculation where you calculate the uh, supply that's um, released, uh, which is, you know, how people in cardboard they they look at the pop report. So this is a this is um a card that's been pulled out of a pack and it's been graded. And they only look at those cards as like the cards that are um, comparable or, you know, to understand the net amount of supply. So we could do a kind of a marketplace adjusted uh, release as well, based on how many uh, market caps, sorry, based on how many are available um, to the market. Um, so there is a lot of complexity around this comparison. The other thing is to note that uh, some debut moments are bottlenecks for teams. Most of them aren't. Some of them, a lot of them have like parallels that 
um, will provide you the team bonus. Um, but there are some, especially there's some S2 4Ks that um, they're, they're only moment minted in that season. So they would contribute um, to that as well. You could debate that uh, some of the moments may have more interest due to the significance of the moment itself. Um, you know, like think about some of the S1 moments like the Tatum, um, the Jarmoran dunk is really good, the Zion block. Um, and you think about Lamello's 4K debut, which they had to mint that, as I understand, because that was his only kind of moment in, in that um, game. And back then they were pretty strict on mo- you know minting from the first game. And I think that his assist, which is just this kind of lazy pass to Gordon Hayward, was the only kind of significant stat that they could uh, record and mint. So, you know, does Lamelo's moment ha- have less value because of the uh, type of moment it is? So, that's a bit of the background, I guess, what I wanted to set up. So, I'm gonna. I did a did a comparison of the Top Shot 50 players. So, you know, these are kind of the best players in the currently, and also some of the key rookies also I pulled in, and. I did a comparison of the Top Shot debut badge commons only. So that's, like, I wanted to give the background and I also wanted to um, get some context for sort of why there's some um, moments are higher or lower. So I want to go through the top 10 and then pull out some other key ones from, you know, the top 60 kind of odd players that I kind of did a comparison on. So... Number one is LeBron. This is just his common debut. Not, I'm, I didn't pull in his rare, his, his two legendaries. Um, so it's just his commons. And he is number one still um, without those. Um, he's at 1.2 million market cap. So, you know, it's, it's around 1,100 and he's got around 986 um, mints. So you 986 times 1,100, you get, you get to around point. 2 million and I think well he is the modern goat like from you know you can debate about who the goat is but in our current era um, the last 20 years I don't think anyone will debate that he is has been the greatest over a long period um, and he's still doing it and that's why he is I guess number one in market cap so from that perspective it makes sense Number two is around a million, um, just above over a million, is Wembenyama. So he's, he's got 4K, 4,000 moments um, and 260-odd dollars. Um, so you can just do the mass 4,000 times 260, just over a million. And, you know, that's kind of, I guess, it's probably around what I expected. Um, will it hold in the future? I don't know. Um, he's obviously a generational talent. He's got the same hype as Wembenyama. So, you know, if Wembenyama goes up further, maybe LeBron goes up more 
and it's kind of a reflection of the market as a whole. Both will go up. So I guess there's a lot of expected um, expectations for him and obviously no one's seen anything like him. So it kind of makes sense why he's up there and also, you know, again, I talk about talked about a few of the context around supply not fully being out, the locking, um, locking for challenges already, you, you have to do that. Um, and also the leaderboard stacking. So people are buying multiple, they're locking because they can get rewards. So there's a lot more of play than just this is a moment and this is the mint count. And that's the beauty of, for me, that's the beauty of Top Shot and the blockchain um, and why I like uh, collecting because it's not just, and I do like the moment, this first three-pointer, but there's so much more complexity around why moments are valued at certain prices um, because of the the utility provides um, different value than just um, the mint count and the person. So I think that's, I think that's interesting. And uh, if we go to the third moment, um, you'll see why, which is um, Paolo Banquero at the time of this recording, it's $150. And he's almost he's he's had a few burnt three three thousand nine hundred sixty seven remaining so thirty thirty three have been burnt over time probably for some of those rookie origins leaderboards or whatever and that happens that's going to happen over time which is good like burning sorry we're burning Paolo or anyone um, who's going to be the first person to burn Wemby that'll be interesting that's a challenge out there for someone. <laughs> But um, yeah, he's at six hundred thousand, so he's probably he's he's two thirds of LeBron and Wemby, but he's he's third. So if we're looking at strictly in commons, he is a lot further ahead of any other player. Um, and you know, as I said, the the badges and season one was a bit special because he had all the veteran debuts. They're not, you could argue. It's another thing I forgot to mention. You can argue that they're not true rookie kind of moments because um, they weren't minted. Those are debuts, but they're not rookie. They don't have the rookie badges associated with them. So that's another nuance to comparing um, debut debut versus debut, S1 versus any other season. Um, you're not, you only just got the debut badge against their name. And, you know, some people value the Origins rookie year badges because they're actually minted in their rookie year however they're historical so some people don't value it as much because they're they're historical they're not minted in their rookie season so sorry i'm going to digress a little bit but there's so much nuance to comparing um debut badges and that's what i'm what kind of my kind of research in this is that it's not it's not easy to do i think like comparing s2 first s3 or and s4 is it's easier to compare those seasons and rookies going forward, but it's hard to it's it's hard to draw an exact line to S one just because of the complexity around it's they're not they're not rookie mints, but they are their debut, so they are their kind of first ever mint. Um, so they are they are important. How important are they compared to an you know, a rookie debut mint? Maybe you put 10% more on, but um, 
in third place is Bankero. So, and, and that's a symptom, as we all know, there was so much locking for leaderboards um, going on um, last season. And, you know, the, the whole philosophy of locking and, and incentivizing um, those player leaderboards has resulted in, I guess, a lot of Bankero's supply being locked up, um, maybe still for another six months, a year, and maybe we'll see a drop it. I, could, I would honestly say he will, he will drop from 150 in the future. I'm not, I'm not trying to make people panic sell, but if you look if you look at the market cap and, and consideration, he is a good player, and I think he is, yeah, him and Chet are obviously the best from that that year, although Chet is, Chet's obviously his rookie is now, so, um, you know, Palo won the rookie of the year, so let's not deny that he's got, you know, he's got the chops. So, yeah, I, I think that's a symptom of, um, you know, all that locking incentive, why he is third. Fourth is Anthony Edwards. Um, his 4K is 147, so he's at 580K. Um, he, like, I, I don't know what else to say about that one. He, he S2, you know, that was a lot quite a while ago. It's his, it is a rookie four badger. So this is, you know, outside of RJ Barrett, this is when four badgers, you know, S2, S3, started seeing a lot of these four badges. Um, and he's a top, you know, he's, he's obviously improved since last season. He was an all-star last year. He, in my opinion, was the best from that class. Um, he's exciting to watch. So yeah, he's at, he's at 580,000. Probably I would say he's, he's a little bit high. Um, because I keep comparing it to the S1. So I guess my question is, are the S1s, a lot of the S1s, are they too low? Or do people not, do people not value the Top Shot debut badge? Um, I don't know. I, I, I really like Anthony Edwards, but his market cap is, yeah, 580,000. So, um, yeah, just, I'm just comparing commons, not putting rares or legendaries in it. Um, and then after that, um, I just I just put this in. I put in Kevin Durant. Just I know he doesn't have a common, which is really hard to um, you know rationalize his value. And um, I, I wanted to put him in because he only has the run it back rare that's minted to to two hundred and four, um, and you know his current price is twenty seven fifty. So he he's his market cap um, is lower than Anthony Edwards. Um, and you know, Kim Durant at the moment, he's some could say he's a top five in the league, top ten, and obviously he's been a huge influence and one of the best shooters um, we've seen. So it's yeah, he, it's very complex to com- to bring in um, non commons and especially low, really low min counts because you can really lock up the market. Um, I think there's an exponential um, jump in value the rarer moment is as well because of people, you know, wanting to stack and, and corner the market. So I just wanted to add that Kevin Durant that kind of went against my common comparison, but yeah, his, his moment's just uh, a strange anomaly. There's a few um, top shot 
debut badges that are sitting in rare sets, um, which is fine. It's just, uh, yeah, he's, he's at half, half the value of LeBron's common market cap. Number six is Steph Curry. His, his uh, moment's at $430, and he's at 420000 market cap. So, you know, he's about 20% under Anthony Edwards, uh, probably 30% under Paolo. So in my view, Steph Curry, he's, for me, he, my name, my handle is Curry Steph. And, you know, I think he, when I got back into NBA, he he was the one that shocked me and surprised me with his ability, with his three-pointers. Um, you know, one of the most influential players of the game and changed the way you know, people, all the kids are shooting threes now, all the young kids are learning to do that. So um, I think he's undervalued. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a running theme around some of these S1s. But if you're just looking at debuts, is that, um, yeah, why should he be 20% lower than Anthony Edwards, 30% lower than um, Bancaro? And he's still got a few, quite a few years left, I think. You know, his kind of style of play and... Um, you know, he's he's um, he's really good. But the thing about these, some of these um, S ones, and especially the one thousand mints, you don't have to do much to move the needle. And we've seen that in the past when they've had little jumps and increases, because there's such low supply, it's locked. It's in old accounts. My view is that um, if there's challenges that happen or a, a second pump. A lot of S1 is dormant, and it wouldn't. If you if you go to any of the um, S1 debuts, and you you do a scenario in your head where you look at the you know 20, 10, 20 moments, and you bought if you bought them all up, where would the price be of said moment? Um, I believe that a lot of these moments would you know double, triple in value um, overnight. So. Um, yeah, that's my view just in general from reviewing S1 moments. The next one after Curry is Luka Doncic. He's at $300. He's got 1,424 mint count and his total market cap's 420,000. So it's just under Steph Curry. Um, you know, a lot of people like Luka. He's got a long career ahead of him. Um, you know, in cardboard, use that comparison. He's very hyped. And he's got, you know, he's got the skills. He hasn't shown an MB, MVP year yet, but he's always on the fringe. So kind of understand why he's up there. I think um, I think he's not, I think he's on, on paper, he's better than Edwards and way better than Bancaro. Um, so, yeah, the, the prices there are a bit different. And again, I just talked about all the different reasons why he might be lower. But then again, I also talked about how S1 is, there's not much to move it a lot. So um, in eighth place, uh, it's Chet Hol- Holmgren. So you think about all the other all-stars and players from S1, they're all below Chet, except for, you know, LeBron and, and uh, Steph and Luca. And again, um, yeah, Chet's at ninety. Well, he's at he was at ninety dollars, uh, four thousand mint count, and 
you know, just 360,000. And the reason why, again, why he's up there is because he's competing for Rookie of the Year. Um, he will be top three, no doubt, pending any injury. Um, he's played really well. He, he might beat Wemby for the Rookie of the Year, I don't know, because he did an amazing game against the Warriors the other day. Um, and he's looking really good. So, yeah, he... He's ahead of everyone, and it's partly a symptom of the locking and, and the opportunities that, um, you know, new players um, give because it's kind of a clean – it's also a clean slate for everyone to compete. We're not victims of um, March 2021 pump, you know. We're not fighting against people who have a bunch of comments they paid nothing for that went to ten grand. So – it's kind of an even playing field um, to compete on these leaderboards going forward, which is good. Um, so yeah, that's part, like I understand why he's up there. It's just because of the competition for it. But long term, he needs to show a lot more to be at that value compared to, to other players. The last two, so ninth place, we've got John Morant. Um, he's at three hundred twenty-five. And he's got a 971 mint count. And his total value is $315,000. So he's kind of half the price of Paolo. He's um, a third of the price of Wemby and um, LeBron. I guess Jar, you know, he was probably hovering around 50% more than you know, he's more hovering around half a million market cap for a while with his common. Obviously, he's been out for, for the 25-game ban. Um, he is one of the S1 rookie moments, so slightly better comparison. But again, he's um, he's he's got a, a rare and a rookie debut, I think, as well as a hollow. And I think he might have a cosmic too. So he's got a few other parallels as well, but um, for the purposes of, you know, common comparison, that's what I'm sticking with. Um, so, yeah, he, I think, you know, he, he has a lot of upside and potential. I think, you know, some of the others like Tatum and Gian, Giannis should be higher than him. Um, they're further down the board, um, which I don't even know if I'll get to in this, but... Um, it's a good moment with him dunking. It's really low mint count, so it can be manipulated and moved quite quickly. Um, I think MBL267, one of the um, you know old-school regulars who still around and created Floaty, he has a large amount of Jamarants. And I remember back when this moment was over $1,000. It was close to $2,000, and I really wanted it. Um, I never thought... I could buy it for four four hundred, and it's even less than that now. But um, I watched this moment for over a year, just biding my time. Um, thankfully, or not thankfully, I guess is it's gone down in price. Um, I think this is, I you know, I like it because it's got the rookie badges. That's probably why it has a bit of a premium. People like Jar as well. Um, but yeah, he's in ninth place for for that. And then in 10th, we've got Tyrese Halliburton. So, obviously, he's at $74. 
3,900-odd mint count, which is a total value of 286,000 market cap. Um, he's been he's been improving a lot. He's one of the most, I guess, exciting players for me. His uh, playmaking, he's dominating in assists. I think his assists to turnover ratio is really good. He's got he just got um, he just understands um, the the way the game played is played. Um, yes, he's really good and he's going to be an all star, but. Again, you know, you've got um, Nikola Jokic, Giannis, and Tatum that are below him. So if you look at just debut commons, it's probably um, a little bit overpriced compared to those kind of stars. So those are the top 10. Some other ones that I feel um, are probably under... Uh, yeah, so I mentioned Giannis and Tatum, Shai Gil, SGA. SGA is in 16th, and he's just around the same price. He's at $145. He's the same price as Orsar Thompson if you compared debut versus debut. I think a good rule of thumb is to think about is um, with these 4K, 4K mint uh, rookie debuts is... You got four thousand. You multiply it by the the price, and you get a kind of a, you know, you get the market cap pretty quickly. You know, if it's ten dollars, if you got forty thousand dollar market cap, um, especially going forward, I think it's easier to compare the more recent um, rookies because S one has just got the got the rare and hollow parallels, which has a bit of an impact. They're not a lot of them are just debuts and not the true like they're not rookie debuts so. Does that mean anything? There is a lot to unpack, which I start talked about at the start around, you know, why you value moments, whether it's for a challenge, whether it's for um, locking for leaderboards. You know, there's no surprise why the most recent rookies are, are that. The supply is not out as much. Um, so uh, I can share this spreadsheet if people want it. So I'll... Maybe talk a little bit more about that in the future, but um, let me know what you think of that analysis. Uh, I can go through all the rest of those debuts if you like. All right. Um, last thing I just wanted to talk about is um, just a bit of an update on some of the current um, uh, competitions and fantasy to win money. We've got OTM Hoops. They've got a Thanksgiving um competition i think it's uh there's three competitions over the next week um so have a look at that they're all free to enter you can win a decent amount of money um there's also ai sports have started their competitions um i think it's the total 65 dollars that is distributed daily and there's also their their um nft uh project with the juice that you can buy it some of those cool, uh, you know, images. Um, so those two are out at the moment. We're still waiting for what's happening with challenges. Um, uh, there's apparently there's a game that's being trialed for some users. I don't know much about it. Apparently, um, you can use the different tiered moments. Um, yeah, so I think that's not going to be ready for another month. Uh, 
which is a long time in Top Shot and NBA world. So I'm really keen to play challenges and, and do that again. I really, maybe I'm one of the few that liked following all the games every day. And um, I like the fandom set. And I thought the rewards were good at the end. Um, um, you know, there's a there's a mar- inherent marketplace benefit to having challenges and things go, especially when they're linked to you know rewards and, and things of significance. Um, you know, every time challenges used to happen, there was uh, you know kind of market movement, and we love to see that again. Just give, get some love for some of the um, older moments, and and uh, yeah, hopefully we hear something around that um, shortly and yeah, I think that's all I'll talk about for today. Thanks for listening. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out on the relevant channels. Thank you. Bye.